We've qualified for the World Cup. Go and compete. <laughs> Hello and welcome to episode 22 of This Is Football with Paul and Trev. How are you, Trev? Very well, how are you? Not too bad, mate. I suppose we'll get straight into the fixtures, our results from last week. Um, there wasn't that many of, of the Saturday or the Sunday with the weather causing havoc again. And we have a bit of a match report to get through of a match we were at, both of us were at. So, um, yeah. Let's get, it, let's get into it. Yeah, so like... Uh, we've been saying this every week, bad bad weather, so we haven't had a lot of games. So, but we had a few managed to go ahead. All the home games except one or two were off. So the first result we have in was under eight B and from Andrew. They won away against the Mullen fairly comfortably. Under nine A won very comfortably uh, away to Minute. Then we had the under eleven F had a two two draw at home versus Artane. Under 11C lost away to River Valley. Uh, under 11C lost 4-1 away to the Willows. Under 8A had a very heavy win against Balrat. Uh, under 13 girls lost in the SFAI Cup 2-0 oh, no. against Drummond. Yeah, um, I heard about that. Yeah, I met um, I met the lads on uh, Sunday about that. So seemingly the pitch obviously was very heavy and... Um, it was it was quite tough and yeah it was nearly all at half time. Dean Dean Goldkin was talking to, and uh, yeah they just couldn't break them down. One of them games that uh, yeah the, the weather probably the boy were at home yeah so the weather got the better of of the pitch and yeah it just wasn't to be unfortunately. Um, and they're playing we, up. Yeah, so. and they've done very well. They've they've got through three or four rounds so well done, and it'll stand to them next year I suppose. Um, the seniors won. Um, two one at home to St John Bosco in the league, so that's three wins on the bounce. Two away and one at home. And you, how do you, how do you, I was talking to a few of the lads, and uh, some of the standout players were uh, Sean O'Rourke. And do you know how I know Sean O'Rourke was a standout player? No, oh. he told me. There you go. There's no praise like self praise. He told me himself. You know, so I mean, Sean. Yeah, in fairness to you, you know, yeah, nobody else is going to pat you on the back. You might as well do it yourself. Uh, Brian Martin stepped up and got a goal in that that game as well. Well done, Brian. So another great win. And um, we'll talk about them now in a minute. But that's their latest result. Well, the under eleven D lost at home to Colester Donna Kearney. Under eighteen A won four two away to Stamullen. Great result. Under fourteen P drew five all away to Marino. That's <laughs> all up to, yeah, brilliant. Uh, under 15 uh, girls, Alan Brady's team drew two all uh, away to Lured Celtic. Good result. Then That's there's the a few he under it's a uh, 15A, isn't it? He is sure because he, he, yeah, sure he wasn't himself. sure. No, he was, no, he wasn't, but uh, yeah, it came through then under 15A, yeah. Martin Healy put in a few results for uh, the under 10, so the under 10, under 10's D. Uh, won very heavily at home to Portran under 10C. Uh, won away by the odd goal against Baldoyle. The under 10B had a very heavy win away to Balrath, which is great. Another big result for the under 16P. They won at home against uh, at Boy 3 2. We've a match report in for that in the SFAI Cup. Yeah, we'll go through that in a minute. Match we get to that. Yeah. 
actually, Alan Brady got it wrong. <laughs> he got the wrong. It wasn't the. He didn't actually put what 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 um, division they're in. He actually forgot what what age they were. They're under sixteen, oh, not fifteen. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So, uh, so yeah, the under nineteens unluckily lost one 0 away to St Francis. Great performance from the boys playing two leagues up. That was very good, um, and I think. That was all the results. Yeah, it seems to be that that was all the results that came through. Yeah, um, the weather causing havoc again. Yeah, so we have one match report in um, from, uh, from Brendan. Do you want to go through it there? Through yeah, you go for Jim. Yeah, before we get on to the other match report that we are about to Anyway, this was sent in from Brendan Hanley. Well, lads, loving the show. Thanks, Brendan. First of all, Delighted that the game went ahead. It's been a month since the lads played, which was also an SFAI game. So that's a big that's a big test going in. I haven't played in a month on the last Brilliant, game. Brilliant, yeah. An SFAI game. Anyway, a boy came to visit Dunboy and were an impressive victory in the last round against another NDSL side, Kilbarrick. So we knew we were going to be in for a tough one. Lads got off to a great start. When one looked through a well-taken goal by Liam Keogh after some great build-up play and deserved the lead. At boy got a penalty midway through the first half, and no complaints as to, on the foul. It was probably Marsley inside the box, and a well well taken penalty. One one and a half time fair reflection in the first half. The second half kicked off once again. The boy went at them right from the start, and we took the lead through Robbie Prendice McCormick. Robbie's only coming back from two years out. By the way, I done um his knee. What you call that knee injury? Um. I don't know the ligaments in his knee. I can't think of it. Anyway, I was on mute there. Apologies. Yeah, uh, ACL. No. Uh, yeah, yeah. He's done his ACL. Um, so he's Jeez. only back from two years. This is his first game back, and he's at the score. So Brilliant. happy days. Once again, great build-up play from. Sorry, I lost me. Once again, some build-up play and an excellent true ball by Charlie Hillard. Delighted for Robbie's first game back after injury. Game was uh, was always pretty even after. Oh, sorry, game was, I'm just reading through Brands here, game was always pretty even and a great cup toy. A boy equalised with maybe 10 minutes to go with a great individual effort from probably their best player, the number seven, took a ball from the middle and carried it forward, unleashed a shot, which the wind took straight over on Mac, whose position was perfect, just one of those unstoppable efforts. Final whistle went, so into injury time, and of course, while the pitch was already getting corrupt, First half of extra time was 10 minutes, a half, and we went 3-2 up with a well-taken goal from Alfie, who deserved a goal after his performance and ran his socks off. And to the rest of the lads, a great team effort to reach the next round of the SFA Cup. And that came in from Bren Hanway. Thanks, Bren. That's a great report, and that's a great victory for them boys. Yeah, well, I'm more impressed with the... Uh Report from Brent and the actual performance and the result. That's brilliant, Brent. He's a lot yeah. of time in his hands there. Brent. He has a lot of time in his hands, unfortunately. He's not yeah. going to make it as a keeper, though, unfortunately. No, he's certainly not. Um, no, that's brilliant. Thanks, Brent, and uh, well done, lads. So we that was kind of everything for last week. We have um, next week's fixtures, hopefully again, again weather permitting. Um, do you want to go start or will I start? It's up to you. No, I think we're missing one big match we went to on a Friday night. We're going to have to get that oh, one out. I was nearly trying to avoid that. No, no. I know. Listen, if you had a one, we'd be all over it. I know they are babies, Trev. I, I know yeah. we build it up. Sound like uh, David O'Leary. Me babies. Yeah, they were, <laughs> it wasn't a great night. 
First of no. all, we went out on Friday night to Elton McKelvey. Let's just say the weather matched the result. It was shocking. Mm. Uh, it just didn't stop raining. It was a tough watch in the rain. I'll go first on my match report on a trip. It won't be much different than mine, so... Well, the match finished 4-1 mm. to McKelvey. McKelvey went 1-0 up. Uh, what did we say? Midway through, just before midway through the first half? Seven minutes. It was, was actually it that, that early. early. Mm. Was it that early? Yeah. McKelvey, yes. McKelvey got an early goal. It was a cross-come shot. Everybody missed it. Back mm. post, wind was howling. It was one of them horrible ones for the keeper. If he goes and someone gets a nick, he's going to get caught. If he doesn't mm. go, it goes past him. It was a horrible one. But in fairness, Dunboy kept going, got the equaliser, well-deserved equaliser. They were actually the better team up to that. Playing a bit of ball as well, yeah. They which were the which playing football. It didn't surprise me. McKelvey, um play it from back to front. Anyway, go on, keep going. The show from their skipper was, let's just keep doing what we're doing. Um, mm. When they equalised, let's just keep doing, we're playing the better football. And McKelvey went back up and scored not long after again to make it 2-1. I felt Dunboyne stuck to their guns and kept uh, playing football up to half-time. They went in 2-1 down at half-time. Mm. I thought you were the better team. And the second half, I thought they lost control of the game. They, To me, Trev, anyway, you can tell me if it's different, because your thoughts were different. I thought they panicked and chased that goal, the, the, the equaliser, way too early in the second half and just kept going yeah. along. Stop playing football and played into McKelvey's hands. McKelvey were just sitting deep and dealing with any long balls coming in where mm. he could have just kept the ball. Horrible night for playing football. Now the wind was, the was rain was shocking but we'd never mm. moved the ball from left to right at all in the second half and McKel they just played into McKelvey's hands. Yeah. We got the third which kind of killed the game and then they got the fourth late, late into the game. Um, yeah. Before I move on and let you come in, I have to say, our own Phil mm. Rooney, who was playing right full, and I have to be honest, I thought he was Dunboyne's man of the match, I thought he was excellent. I thought he defended defended very well, and he was bombing up that wing when he got a chance. Mm. Um, really, really impressed with Phil's performance. Yeah, I can't disagree with much of that, so I think, you know, the start was a bit chaotic because it liked the weather. Like, firstly, when we pulled up, there was the all weather. It's not a great condition. Um, it was holding rain. It was holding a lot of water, so it was difficult. Water, yeah. Like I mean, it wasn't an all weather, and you think, right? I know it's windy and the rain, and but at least the pitch would be okay. They had to battle that as well. Now both teams had to, but it was McKelvey's home pitch, so you're probably a bit more used to it. But seemed to be a bit all over the place. Um, frantic start to the game, and then when they went one 0 up, as I said, seven minutes in. I think the boy just said, right, okay, let's start the game. And they just start knocking it about, pulling them left and right, getting in through. They were very much a case of they were sitting deep. So, Mikel, you, you know, you could you could get at their back five as such whenever they, when you were attacking them. But once that ball came and broke, they were hitting. They had the two big lads up front and they were kind of crossing over. And that's what they were. That was their whole game plan. They worked for them on the night. But I think we are right with the, the two and a half time. There was only one team in it, and I know that sounds stupid. Like, and I mean, don't blame where the one team that was in it, and they've just kept on kept on doing what they were doing. And like what you see at all levels, nearly they kind of tried to match what what McKelvey were doing, and McKelvey do it week on week. Don't blame, don't do play that sort of football. They play ball, 
Um, and uh, but you can see the frustration. They knew that what was on the line, so they kind of had to. Probably, obviously, felt you know subconsciously. Oh, we have to go for here. They didn't. The occasion, the occasion gets the, the occasion. Of course, it does. What a score! Do you know, score and you stuck down the simple things. Yeah, they've played McKelvey. I think it's four times, and Dunboyne have won twice and drawn twice. And on the one night that obviously really pushed him to shove, obviously McKelvey got over the line. And look, best of luck to them. You know, both teams go up. It was a great like to bring it down to a playoff. It was great. And as I say, the same with Phil, in fairness, um, it was difficult to be kind of getting forward and doing your, he was right back. So to kind of do his own job, because they had two lads up front and they were um, physical, but he was doing his best to get forward. So, But it wasn't to be. They had a, an amazing season and each to, each one of them uh, were amazing through the whole season. So lads, well done. You can hold your head up high. Absolutely. Um and on to Division 1 North now. So you have to again remember, in the two and a half years they're together, they've won the league and got promoted, got to a cup final and lost out on a, a playoff t- to win the league again. So you tell me any team that's formed in that period of time and they get that success. I call you a lawyer, really, but so well done. So it wasn't to be. So um, on to next year, but they're promoted. So that's a good result in the end. Um, that was all the results. Well done, boys, yeah. Uh, well done, yeah. So coming up for the... The week ahead, um, we'll have a little look. So, um, will I start? As you want? No, you're going ahead. Actually, no, go ahead if you want, Trev. Okay, so Saturday. No, 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 you're grand. I'll go Saturday. So, so Saturday. Um, there's time. Yeah, there's times on this. So under eleven B are at home to Laytown at ten o'clock. Under eleven C are at home to Ashbourne at eleven o'clock. Under twelve A. Oh, here we go again. Under 12A, Dunboyne AFC Green versus Dunboyne AFC Red at 12 o'clock. Now, this is the game one, now. That one is not happening. Okay. That one is off. Um, that's a pity. That's three or four times in a row mm. they've tried to get that one going. Um, as far as I'm aware, both teams have a different fixture, which is probably okay. a good thing. Just let yeah. the kids play. Because yeah. I was talking to Noel. It's hyped up too much, I think. Well, they're playing each other every Thursday in training anyway. Mm. It's getting ridiculous now. You know, they don't need mm. to be playing a league match. Just let, get them off and let them play. Okay. So we don't have that fixture. So obviously, if, uh, just contact the club and see who the Dunboyne under 12, green and red are playing. Um, so we have under 11F are away to Ashbourne at, tw- at 10 o'clock. And then we have our own team. Big game for we'll talk about that for a second actually. The under uh, under thirteen Premier Sunday are playing on Saturday, um, as the draw is away in Dundalk against Drummond United. Uh, we're on at half past twelve. Lovely time for the Man City Liverpool game, but don't get me started on that. Once we get the result, all be well. If we lose that game and I miss the Liverpool game, uh, there'll be war to to have. But what do you think? We don't know anything about this team. Obviously, they've got through a couple of rounds, so they must be decent. Yeah, you just don't know what you're going to get. Um, no. But they don't know what work they're going to get either, let's be honest. Well, in fairness, they probably have a little inkling idea because like, we have league tables and we have mm. we have a website through the NDSL. I think they're still in Braille up there. There's no, there's <laughs> no, 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 no. The same in the no. last round when we had RD, can't get any information. Mm. But that's fine. Listen, it'll make no difference to the boys. We've prepared all week. We've prepared well. We've worked on our system. We've worked on our shape. We mm. worked on what we want to achieve in ourselves, so the boys will give it a shot on the Saturday. Yeah, um, we had a we had a late, late toy show on the Friday night. 
no a big cup match on a Saturday but sure yeah it seems to be all things that are kind of but look hopefully all is good we had a so we haven't had a game in five weeks now so in fairness to yourself we there was a game organized last sunday up in the um the national sports arena the dome the indoor arena which was absolutely amazing against shelbourne Um, great run out for the lads again you could see they were rusty in the beginning but um great workout great game Um, so they got the rusty in the south hopefully and um, they're ready to go on saturday so we'll uh, report back how we get on um just continuing on the Saturday's result, sorry, fixers we have uh, under 15A are away to Rush Athletic at uh, 12.45. We have under 12C are away to Willows at 10 o'clock. And we have under, oh, there, oh that's all down again, the red again. So now that's everything for, for Saturday. Do you want to take the Sunday stuff there? Um, do you want to keep going? Okay. Uh, so under, so Dunboyne, so let me see. So this says MGL under 17, 18, Youth A, MGL Dunboyne at home versus Dunmullen. Oh, no, that's off. The, the, that's off. And the under 15B MGL, MGL girl, girls game is off as well. Um, mm, un, under 16B MGL uh, Dunboyne versus Minute on Sunday at half past 11. Uh, the under 14 SFAI trophy this is obviously the lads. Um, Dunboyne are at home against Park Villa Blue at half past 11. Um, lads, these games try and get up the, the support. There'll be a good crowds up there. There's plenty of matches on Saturday and Sunday. Under 15, or under 15s are also in the SFI Cup round four. They're at home against Unshockle Newt at 10 o'clock. Yeah, um, see that one? Mm. That's a round four one. That's, that's the big game. If the mm. boys get through round four, they will go into the semi-final of the regional and out to the last 32. So, wow. please get up and support them. So that's a mass. Once you get round four, if you get through round four, you're out to the... You could get anywhere. We we done it last year. And we yeah, we went to Kerry or Cork, four. was it? Yeah. Yeah, and we got to the semi-final and then obviously onto the final. So, it's, it's a big achievement getting through round four, like... Mm. Um, no, so brilliant. Best look to the boys here. So, also, it's a big achievement to get to that stage. So, but hopefully, it continues. Um, so let me see. So we have um, the under sixteen Premier. Uh, they're at home against Scaries at one o'clock. Uh, under seventeen B uh, are at home against Minute at three o'clock. Late one there. And um, then we have a couple of games that are off the uh, under seventeen uh, MGL. No, that's already been mentioned, so I don't know. It's down, it's in it twice. Um, we have uh, where am I now? So we have ourselves, let me see, under 17, under 16B, under 16, no, under 17, 17B, isn't it? We've already made, sorry, I've made a mess of that. So we've obviously we've come down to here. So we've under 17B, we've did Dunboyne versus Minute, uh, at three o'clock. That's the last one I read. Okay, so under 10B. Are at home against Trinity Donamede. There's no time against that. Under 10C, again, are at home against Sarge Manor. I know Dave Brady put out a message about all these home games. It's unbelievable. It seems to be all of them at home at this stage. Under 11A, Dunboyne at home against Rat Hart. Rat, oh, bleh, Rat Holt, Harps, no time against that. Under 18A, um, are away to Balrat. What's that? Balrat Girls slash Boys FC. So obviously the lads yes, are doing that because yeah they've started that's fine girls. it's a rat or it's well rat girls and boys, boys but this is yeah. a joint girl, set of girls yeah. teams is now called boys and girls well that's on at that's on at uh, one o'clock on sunday and uh, then we also have under 10 c 
uh, are away to Bohemians in the Phoenix Park. No time against that. Under 18 Premier are away to Glebe North. No, t- oh sorry, half past one. Uh, we have under 14 P. That's this is a, a game that's actually off, but I'll just mention it. Uh, yeah, meant to be away. They playing in the SFA the cup. Yeah. Um. Now we have the MGL under 13 Premier are away to Shankill Girls at 10 o'clock. Under 15A are away to Skerries at half past 11. Last two, thankfully, you'll be delighted to hear. Under 10, sorry, under 11D are away to St. Edith's. There's no time on that. And under 11C are away to Tyrrellstown. Please talk, Paul. I need a break. Yeah, um, fair play to you for that, Trev. That's not easy going. Um, we scramble to get them fixed. Every listen, mm. this is voluntary, and everybody just be scrambling around to get us in the, the fixtures in week each week in week out. We scramble to put them together ourselves there. Um, so if we did miss any fixture, we do apologise. If we got any fixture wrong again, we do apologise. And please do check with the club that the time and your game is on before travel. Yep. Um, so that's 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 where we are this week, Trev. I have a question in for you, Trev. For me? No, yeah. For I us? Know you're like an old question. So we have a question in from a listener. Okay, go on. And the question question for your podcast. It's it's still early days in the season, but are we starting to see an impact an impact of money influx in the Premier League? We're all newly promoted sides in the bottom four. The amount teams make up the three of the top four in the championships if so what could we do to ensure more partly our newly promoted teams and should balloon payments for demoted teams be scrapped that makes sense to you Mm. Um. balloon payments for demoted teams being scrapped is going to cripple teams clubs if they're getting big money in the premiership then if you get relegated them players still have to be paid. Like, yeah, that money is all taken away from you. Your club is gonna fold. Um, yeah, you're gonna get into financial difficulty very, very quickly. That's why the parachute payment really is there. It's the take the burden off teams coming down with big wages, and um, that's why the championship I think goes into top two and then playoffs to give everybody a chance. I presume that's the way it's run. Yeah, but also, like, what, what, what do you think about the what's happened there in the Premier League? There was it yesterday about this vote where um, they needed fourteen to pass with regards to teams, i.e., Newcastle, Man City, all these clubs that are owned by by Arab money, I suppose, um, and being able to loan back players to the Premier League and not have an issue with it. So they needed fourteen to pass, and it, it got thirteen. So effectively, they can do it. There's now I, we need to look a bit more into it, but if, they, they needed 14 to pass, they only got 13. They needed 14 to block it, I mean, okay. to block the, so the block thing block. happening. Explain it to me, Trev. So, teams like um, the Saudi Arabian teams, like like where say Firmino's gone, Mane's gone, all these teams, um, Ruben Neves is a, is a big one, so they're all owned by parent clubs. For a, a lot of uh, it's seven clubs from the Premier League, and um, effectively the owners of they own both, so they have the option of now being able to loan. For example, if Jordan Henderson was to be loaned to Newcastle or whatever, 
they can do that without any kind of fees. So effectively, the money goes into, say, they buy Mbappe, and he goes next year to El Atifad, okay? And two months later, the window opens. He could be effectively loaned to Chelsea or Man City or whoever, and there'll be no fee applied. It's it's getting around FFP. That's exactly what it's doing. And they needed, as you say, 14 to block it and seven of who are obviously owned by the Arab clubs or Arab, Arab nations and um, said, no, no, we want that to happen. So therefore it's, it's, it's in, so it can happen from January. It'd be interesting to see what happens. That's just new. Now we need to, that's like what I've told you there is kind of very brief or very basic, but we'll, we'll look into it and we'll have a little chat. We might get someone on it and speak about it. I know um, Gav, who we had on previously, he's very much up on it. So we might get him involved and have a little listen. Um, The other thing is we have to talk about before we go any further about the Ireland situation. Um, Mr. Kenny and Ireland. Well, let's leave Stephen Kenny out of it. Let's just look at the the last couple of games, what do you think? Uh, we have to bring Stephen Kelly into it, unfortunately, because as, the, as Stephen Stanton said, the book stacks with him. Um, mm. Yeah, the performance just weren't good enough, really. Um, no. To, like, I felt sorry for him in the end. I, I still feel sorry for him. Um, if one manager you really wanted to walk, you'd really want or Kenny to walk. As he said in his interview after, you know, this is his dream job and mm. he loved doing it. And any other job after this is going to be a step down. Yeah. But unfortunately, it's results business. And yeah. Six out of 24 is not going to work. It's not going to work. And two of them against, yeah. No, it is. Um, even the last game against New Zealand, like, we can't even beat New Zealand. You know, Jesus. Yeah. When, when you're looking, when. when this is brutal. Yeah. But when you're looking at New Zealand and they look to be like a prime Barcelona, you're kind of saying, well, well, is it a bit of they're looking that good because they are that good? But realistically, let's be honest, did we, we let them play? Look, I don't know. I You look at the... I, I, I'd be fairly hopeful. Well, there's two things. I'd be fairly hopeful of the future because we have got some amazing talent out there. Uh, you look at the over under-21s with Jim Crawford the other night against Italy. Like... If you had said a couple of years ago, the under twenty ones would be top or join top of the of their yeah, their group. Yeah, but it, to be disappointed with a two two draw at home to Italy shows you exactly where they've come from. You know, uh, there was a penalty and an OG and deep into Italy uh, time, so. There's a couple of players that are coming through there. Um, the goalkeeper in particular, who's actually from Dunboyne, uh, let's see how he goes. Josh, I'm his next second name is Casey, but I know a, a nephew. My nephew is um, went to school with him and that. And um, look, there's a, there's a lot of positives there. Hopefully, my worry is, yeah, not my my worry would be who's coming in. That's as much as Stephen Kenny's gone, but who are they going to be looking for? Like there's talk of Steve Bruce, there's talk of Gus Poyet, there's Neil talk Lennon. of Neil Lennon, like, um, there's talk of Jim Crawford. Jim, there is talk of Big Sam. There's talk of Jim Crawford. Jim Crawford Look, is going to go down the lines of uh, Stephen Kenny, isn't it? Like, well, this is the thing. Uh, he knows them inside and out, but so does Stephen Kenny. And with all due respect to Stephen Kenny, he's an amazing manager and man, but at a certain level, I'm not saying Jim Crawford wouldn't. We're actually hoping to maybe. Uh, 
get Mr. Crawford on in, in a couple of maybe after Christmas. That's another one where, where we've been speaking to. But um, so let, let's see what happens. I, I, I don't know. Um, looking at that game against Holland on Saturday, it was a tough watch. Like the commentator nailed it. Ireland got battered 1 0. Mm. Yeah, no, and it's it's we true. 18 one-nil. shots to two. Um, and the goal we conceded was, was a terror. Like, you should not be you should not be conceding a goal like that at any level, but at international level, like, your man is like, he couldn't kick snow off a rope at United. Um, and then he goes and does that. Like, I don't know. Um, it, to be honest, for everyone's sake, it's probably good now. It's it's done for the season. Um, Stephen Kenny, in fairness, um, I think it was a uh, shake given. Um, and Kevin and Kevin Doyle, um, they were on the the panel, and they I think it was Kevin Doyle said, look, in fairness to Stephen Kenny, everyone wanted him to do well. You see, he's never once come out and said he hasn't got the players and his injuries and all that. He he didn't do that. He's he's a gentleman, but yeah, it just was too big for him. Um, it's just like your, your uncle, isn't it? Yeah, like, oh. yeah. He feels a bit sorry for him, but I'd be more worried now. What who's going to come in? But you, there is. Do you think we should get? Uh, uh, Jay Dwayne. <laughs> <laughs> now he's 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 flying high in his only he won't. Now I don't know. Uh, to be honest with you, I don't know. Well, look, there's talk of Chris Hewton. There's talk of uh, Lee Carsley. Now Lee Carsley's doing a fantastic dog over you in know England. Who we should get actually is just had to come to me head. Vinny and Saint Edith. Oh no, they'd be too old I for him. Under eight. Mm. You might get it wouldn't work. It wouldn't work. It'd be too old for him. Yeah, Vinny. Uh, Vinny still. Uh, yeah, well, but, uh, poor old Vinny, huh? Still around the corner. Um, <laughs> no. no. Who, who do you want? Oh, the li- okay, here's the list. Well, of the bookies are looking at. Uh, Roy well, I. No, no. I, I think I, I, one of two. Neil Lennon. No. Big Sam. No. Chris Morris. No. <laughs> uh, I wouldn't mind him. Actually. Chris Hughton. Oh, Chris Hewitt Lee Car- Chris Hewitt or Lee Carsley but Lee, Lee Carsley Neil Lennon forced uh, no you're you better off if, uh, you see see those names that you're <laughs> see those names that you're talking about you know the way the over 35s this year didn't actually really have a, a particular manager they kind of look after themselves you're better off doing it like that with all the players rather than have any of them managers well, you're better off them, there's none of them so. be up for it mm. Well, let's all. Uh, it'll be just someone prefer? like Lee Carsley. He's he's Carsley, proven to yeah, do yeah, what he's doing. Lee or Chris Hewton, close behind. But um, look, we don't pay the books. Um, and it's it as much as like Stephen Kenny said, it was his dream job. To someone else, that's not attached. I'm not saying Lee, Car- Lee Carsley is Irish. Uh, Chris Hewton is Irish, but um, you know, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. We'll, we'll see what happens. Yeah, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, no, 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 no. It was his dream. Well, it would be my dream to manage my team. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Ipswich. Um, right, so that's that's kind of it for for no, this no, no, week. No, not it, yeah. What's up? Have you got your pen? My pen? Mm. No. But go on. Fixtures, upcoming fixtures. Oh, yeah. No, I have the fixtures. No, I was going to go to that. Right. So I'll have them up on the screen, right? So obviously I'll write them down after the fact. So first game up, half past 12, the Etty had Manchester City versus Liverpool. I'm going to go City. You're, you're just doing that now. 
um, just to annoy me. Yeah? yeah. Well, you've managed it. Pick, listen, the last fixture I got right with Liverpool was against Luton. Okay. So you're saying City. I'm saying draw. I'm saying it's too old. Oh, it's the first time all season he hasn't backed his own club. Oh, well, hold my on. God. Oh, yeah. I'm going well, go, to go Liverpool. Are you? No. <laughs> right. So I say draw. Right. Burnley, West Ham. Oh, Jesus. Um, draw. West Ham. Uh, Luton, Palace. Oh, Jesus. Palace. Palace. Newcastle, Chelsea. Oh, I would say a draw there. Newcastle. Forest, Brighton. Draw. Forest, Brighton. Uh, now Brighton. Sheffield United and Bournemouth. I'm going to say Sheffield United because I've not backed them once and you backed them last time. And they're starting to come into a bit of form. They're getting a few points. Oh, it's nearly the bottom of the table, Clash, isn't it? Who do you go? Sheffield United? Yeah. I'll go Bournemouth. Start at home. <clears throat> okay. Brentford Arsenal. Oh. Arsenal. That's a good one. That's I'm gonna go Brentford. There's a lot of after the international break, yeah. there's a lot of uh certainly in Arsenal players, there's a lot of them gonna be coming back. Spurs and Villa on Sunday at two. That's a good game. That's a very that good, game. A good game. That is fourth against fifth. I'm going to bounce that back. That has back. a high score and draw. Uh, uh, Ange win. I'm going to Spurs. I'm going to draw. High score and draw. Uh, Everton and United. Here's your two favourite teams mm. playing each other. Everton. Right? Here's my two favourite. I love both of these. Everton. Can they both lose United. this? I'm going to no. go with. No. United. I'll tell you who I'm going to go with. Will force? I'm going to go United. I'm going to go Everton. Right, Everton at home. Oh, at home they haven't been there. I'll go draw sorry I'm going to change I'm going to go draw right, the last one it. on Mon- Monday night Fulham, Fulham and Wolves um, I'll let you go first um, I'm going to say draw I've gotten a lot of draws today I'm going to go draw as well hmm. we have a few differences there I'll listen back now later on uh, no doubt you'll you'll win again. It'll be nine two, but um, you never know. It's already eleven two. How are we going back to nine two? Yeah. Um, no, that's that's pretty much it. And else before we wrap it up? No, let's let's wrap it up. It's getting late now, um, so we'll wrap mm. it up. So that's it now for episode. Uh, thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week. Harry Maguire.